Leaders in Worship Podcast, Episode 25. Welcome back to the Leaders in Worship Podcast, the podcast to equip, connect, and develop leaders in worship ministry. We do this by equipping leaders with the right tools, connecting them with like-minded people and vision, and develop their ability to lead effectively. Welcome back to the Leaders in Worship podcast. I'm your host, Matt Perkins. I want to thank you for listening. If you found us at our website, leadersinworship.com, or on iTunes, or perhaps Stitcher Smart Radio. I want to thank you for listening. We have a great show today. We are talking to Brad Bichelle. Brad and Rebecca travel and are worship leaders, recording artists, songwriters. And we're going to talk to Brad about their ministry, uh, their new release called When We Gather, and also kind of how he got started and the importance of pushing yourself beyond your comfort zone musically and in every area that you are involved in. Hey, this is the one-year anniversary of Leaders in Worship, and I'm excited. This has been one year thinking back on all the things that have gone on in the past year. Uh, We are now downloaded in 37 countries, and uh, the top six downloaded countries um, as we record this are the U.S., Philippines, uh, United Kingdom, China, Finland, and Puerto Rico. It is great to have you with us, and I want to thank you for listening to the Leaders in Worship podcast. Hey, if you wouldn't mind, maybe go to iTunes and leave us a written review, a starred rating. Uh, It's always great to see those and how this podcast is helping you. would also encourage you to stay up to date by subscribing to our email list. You can go to our website, leadersinworship.com, and right on the the right-hand side, you can sign up for our email list, and uh, we won't bombard you with information, but we do want to give you some tools and resources and things that will help you in your leadership and your worship ministry. Also, later in the show, I will be talking about a free webinar that I will be hosting on Ableton Live and how you can get started using Ableton Live for your worship services, some easy tips that will help you get going, and really take your music and your band to the next level. And so uh, that is happening on July 11th, and you can register for that free webinar by going to leadersinworship.com slash webinar. You can go ahead and register for that and reserve your place for that webinar. We've got some exciting things that we're going to be doing in that, so I encourage you to get signed up today. Go to leadersinworship.com slash webinar. Well, right now I want to jump right into our conversation with Brad Bichelle. Brad, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having us, Matt. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started? Okay, so this is how long of a podcast do we have here? <laughs> um, you know, for me, I, I grew up in the church, and um, I just I wanted to start learning to play music, so I approached the uh, 
youth worship leader, and he basically taught me how to play guitar as I needed to know a chord. So if this week we were playing in the key of G and E, I knew those chords, and then the next week if we started playing the key of F, I learned those chords. And that was pretty much my, my training until I went to school. That's great. Uh, went to North Central University, uh, vocal major, um, and that's where I met my wife. And we started doing music together there at school. And then after that, we graduated, went on staff at a church. We're there for two years and really felt um, God just say, you know, our time was done there and we needed to see what he had for us. So not knowing what we were going to do, we just said, okay, let's, let's do this. And um, we turned in our resignation and thought we were going on staff at another church. Uh, and right before we went on, we would go on staff, um, they called and said they, they weren't sure what they were doing. <laughs> and they didn't have a good plan, so they didn't want to put us through that, which I appreciated. Yeah. But in that moment, it was like, okay, what, what are we going to do now? And um, we just were like, well, we, we love to lead worship and we love to write, so let's, uh, let's email some churches. And put our first CD together. We had a buddy come down from North Central and record cello and some acoustic guitar with us and um, did it in a, recorded in an apartment. Wow. <laughs> and uh, and so to our surprise, those churches that we emailed uh, emailed us back and said, yeah, come on, we'd love to have you. <laughs> Which, I mean, now looking back, it is just hysterical to me because in my mind, I think, you know, I was on staff at a church. I, I don't answer those emails. I just, <laughs> you know, push them aside. Um, but that's kind of our story with so many churches that God just continues to open doors. And, um, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard, you know, normally I don't look at these emails, but today I felt like I was supposed to. Yeah. And there we are at the church. So, and that, that was, that's been our story for the past four and a half years now as we've been traveling full time and leading worship. We just finished our fourth record. So that's, that's all that in a nutshell. <laughs> now that project, um, is called When We Gather. And that just released uh, in June um, for that. What uh, what was your approach in recording this project? Did you take a particular approach on uh, your writing or maybe some things that were on your heart leading into that? The, the title track, When We Gather, was um, kind of came first in the project. And it really, it comes out of Matthew 18, verse 20, where it says, For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I with them. And for the, I'd read that verse over and over and over again, but for the first time I read it in the way that said, oh, all we have to do is get together in the name of Jesus and he's here. It doesn't have to be 
anything major. It doesn't have to be this incredibly lighted event and mm -hmm. awesome sound and the speaker is just on fire. No, it, it says gather in my name and there I am. Yeah. And that kind of birthed for us this desire. Um, we'd been doing worship records, but really this desire that um, all the songs on the record would be congregational. Um, and in order to do that, you know, yes, I, I, in my mind, a song that I write might be congregational, but that doesn't necessarily mean it was. So yeah. we, um, we went with a producer, actually the guy that taught me to play guitar when I was growing up, uh, is now doing some great stuff in Nashville and him and his buddy, um, they, they took our songs and helped craft them into songs that were congregational and they're pop writers. So in their minds, they know how to get songs that are familiar, um, yet not losing the, the meat and consistency and stuff that is true in there that you want to sing about, but putting it in a format that people would want to sing. And um, so that was our goal, was that the, song, that the record would be congregational for the church, songs for the church. And uh, it, was, it was fun process. Those are things that stand out to me as, hey, this is, this is reproducible for our congregation. You have something, you are giving a gift to the church that will keep on, that they will be able to use that on a weekly basis. And it's a, instead of just coming in on a one time and singing, doing a concert, it's a, it's an ongoing gift and blessing to the body of Christ and the, and a local congregation. What is next for you and Rebecca, for your ministry? Are there some things that are kind of on your heart? I, I think for us, it's just getting the music out there, you know, and, and, um, that that means getting out and going to churches, and I mean that's what we do every single weekend plus. So continuing to do that, and then just continuing to find new ways, you know, to resource the church. Um, we have a website for this record um, that has all the charts, the loops. If you use Ableton or any of those programs, you can get all those um, and and some other resources for free. Um, and wow, that's that's, that's awesome. kind of you know, and uh, that's that's just our heart that it would. It's not just like, hey, here's here's some songs, but here's also the resources to do it. Um, so yeah, just continue to do that. And I think as we go forward, um, you know, as we continue to write and continue to um, look into the future, that our heart for songs that are for the church um, are the biggest thing. Yeah. You know, not not okay. Well, we did that, and now move on and do something else. But no, just con to continue to flow in that where it's we want to write songs that are you know. I like writing songs, but I want to see, I like writing songs that are for the church. I think a lot of my life has been a lot of trial and error when it comes to music or what we do now. Um, when, it, when I first started playing guitar, it was like, all right, <laughs> I got to work really hard because this week I'm learning these four chords to play, you know, the songs for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that just, it really encouraged me and instilled in me just this desire that if, if this is what I want to do, that I have to put in the effort to do it. Um, it's not just going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. And, you know, as awesome as I thought we were as a worship team back 
you know, 10, 12 years ago, <laughs> yeah. I would cringe probably a little bit if I would <laughs> listen to myself now, but, but that's, that's okay. You know, it's like the heart was there, the desire. Um, and then as I grew in, you know, uh, learning different ways to sing or better ways to sing or, you know, new ways to play chords or um, different inversions, all that stuff, I could imp uh, implement that into what I did. And that just, that just takes time. You know, I think sometimes we feel like this is going to happen overnight and we're going to be doing this, you know, we're going to decide to do this and then next week we're going to be doing this. And you're like, yeah. no, no, it doesn't quite work that way. Um, I think, I think more, more often than not, it's a process and it's not because, uh, we're not even good enough. I think it's because God wants to take us on a journey mm -hmm. and he wants to show us different things along the way. And for Rebecca and myself, um, our, our scripture verse for what we do is comes out of Lamentations um, 3. And it, it, it goes through this whole thing of all these negative things that have happened to the prophet. And then it gets in the middle and it says, yet this I call to mind and therefore I have hope because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. For his yeah. compassions never fail. They knew every morning, great is your faithfulness. And I look at that in music and I look at that in life and say, okay, there have been things along the way that haven't been so great or questions or why didn't it work out this way? But then when I look back, I love mm -hmm. that the prophet says, yet, yeah, this I call to mind and therefore I have hope. He looks back, he stops and pauses in the middle of all this stuff and he sees what God has done. Mm -hmm. And I look back even just to the beginning days now and I go, okay, the guy that taught me guitar is now producing some awesome people in Nashville and we connect and now he produces our record. And I'm just like, Oh, okay, God, I see what you're doing. It <laughs> yeah. took 10 plus years to get there. Um, but that's part of the journey. And if we yeah. try and rush through that, we miss, we miss things along the way. That is one of the things that I've found in my life of trying to, trying to shortcut that process it ends up taking you so much longer when you're trying to maybe do God a favor and say, "Hey, God, don't worry, I've got this. I I can get <laughs> to this point, and it, it'll be better." It mm -hmm. and uh, but it seems like we always have to come back around until we go through that process that you know the refining process that God is doing in our lives, and it's it's a continual journey and a continual lesson to. Uh, to learn and just check ourselves and our own heart and attitude and say, God, am I, am I doing right now and today, am I doing what, what you want me to do? Am I being obedient in the ministry and the gifting that you've, you've called me to? And so it's always a good, a good check. For sure. You're involved and you have been involved in kind of giving feedback to young worship teams. What are some things that you would challenge or maybe speak into the lives of some young worship leaders and those who they look at what you and Rebecca are doing now and and you've talked about saying man this has been a this has been a journey for us of going through challenges going through times of you know feel like huge success of yes you know we made made it over this next hump but what are some things that you would speak to them and just say, you know, I, I, a lot of people say that you should play to your skill level, but I think you should play just outside of it. Um, because then you're always stretching a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like leaps and bounds outside, just, just enough that it makes you remember that you have to work on it. You have yeah. to practice it. You have to take the extra time. Um, 
you know, there's, um, there's, so, there's so many things. Um, but I think that's one of the biggest ones is if you just, if you just always think, you know, what can I do just a little extra, just a little more to grow? Um, because God, God's given, you know, many students and many people gifts and talents. Um, but we get complacent, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I got this, you know, I can yeah. do this. I get to this level and then you don't think about what's next. And I, you know, for, for us with our music, like we don't have a label, we don't have any of that stuff, but we're always thinking, okay, what can we do in our, by ourselves, you know, that, that is extra, you know, mm-hmm. and part of it's trusting God and taking some big steps. And, and part of it is just saying, okay, God, you've given us resources. How can we use them just a little more than we're, than we think we can use them. Yeah. And, uh, same way, same way when it comes to, you know, the younger worship teams, like, you have the musicians, some of them are great and some of them maybe not so much. They're coming along, they're working. Okay, how can you challenge everybody just a little bit? And that, that goes into song selection. It's a key thing, you know. You could pick one song that is challenging for some people and not challenging for others. So you got to kind right. of figure out that mix of what's going to work for your team so that your whole team together is growing, not just individuals because that's what they want to play or that's what they like. And I think the biggest, but, but all that aside, the goal is to get people to worship, <laughs> to yeah. lead people into a time of worship. So take steps to get that going first. Um, you know, the, yes, is the performance aspect of it and the musicality, all that good? Extremely. It helps a lot. But if the heart is not there, then you're missing it. And, and that's going to show. Um, because you can you can rock out and play the songs perfect, but if you have no desire to lead people in worship, then it'll just fall flat. Yeah. So so take that time. You know, take some time aside and and do, do a devotion on the song. Learn about the song where it comes from in scripture, um, so that you can actually encourage people as you're leading the song. Why why we're singing this? Where it yeah. comes from? What what are we? doing because we're, we're not just leading people but we're taking them on a journey like it's not just here sing with me no it's actually taking them from a place where they maybe feel down or out or or even if they're joyful and bringing them closer um, where they can connect with God yeah Rory Noland uh, the author of the heart of the artist mm-hmm. uh, had interviewed him um, back a, a few months ago and he was talking about how our level of worship or maybe our professionalism or our you know the way that we do it has probably improved and definitely over the years you know looking at how far we've come as worship leaders worship teams and and bands but judging our level of worship not by how well we perform but the engagement of the congregation is the is the congregation engaged or are they just watching us do our thing, and mm-hmm. there's a, a wall there? And that's not always easy because um, every congregation worships differently. Yeah, and we, you know, with with what we do with music, you know, we have the op- opportunity to cross denominational lines very easily. And I think that's a big thing that we've learned is you know people may not physically look like they're worshiping in the way that you would express worship. Yeah. But you find out afterwards that they've connected with God in a whole new way that they never had before. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, all right. So this is different. But so it's learning that. And I think part of that is trusting that, you know, 
God moves the hearts of people. We don't. Exactly. And uh, so it's, there's a lot. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot when you think about it, um, but that's okay. You know, we trust that as we put ourselves before God and say, okay, we're your vessels. We're here to serve you. Um, and I think we had a youth kid in, in Indiana when we were on staff that, uh, that I love what he said at the best. He said, we are helping while God is happening. Wow. And we're just, we're just part of what God's doing. Yeah. We're not doing anything in ourselves. We're just, we're the usher <laughs> in that's the crowd. Great. You know, while the service is going on, we're the greeter. You know, that's what we are. We're, we're helping while God's happening. That's great. Well, Brad, uh, would you give us some information on how we can uh, connect and our listeners can connect with uh, your website and um, where we can find you on social media? And we'll have all of this information in the show notes, but uh, just let us know where we can find those resources and about you and Rebecca. Sure. Um, we're online as much as we can be. Um, Brad and Rebecca music.com is our website. Um, for the new record, we have a resource page that's Brad and Rebecca music.com forward slash when we gather. There's free charts and loops and Ableton files and a bunch of other stuff. And then we're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. We take lots of pictures of coffee. So if you like coffee, <laughs> we'll show you the good places. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, and uh, we're just excited about what God is doing in your ministry, and we look for, for great things. And thanks for uh, offering those resources for the local church, and uh, that's a huge blessing. And uh, thanks again for being on the Leaders in Worship podcast. Thanks so much, Matt. Well, it was great to have Brad on our podcast today, and I want to encourage you he mentioned that there are some resources on their website where you can get free Ableton sessions and stems uh, for their music. I want to encourage you to do two things. One, you can go to iTunes and you can download and purchase their CD. And secondly, when we have our webinar, I'm going to be using one of the songs from their CD as a tool to show you how to set up an Ableton Live session. And so we have some exciting things that we're going to be doing in that webinar. So go to leadersinworship.com forward slash webinar and get signed up today. That is happening July 11th. That's on a Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I hope that you would join us. It's completely free. It's going to be about an hour long. We'll answer your questions and get as much done in that hour but this will be the first in our webinar series on Ableton Live. We also have a couple of resources that I want to point out. One is a new magazine that is coming out for July by Charisma, and it is a worship edition. There are conversations with 15 different worship leaders, and they are talking about various aspects of worship leading. You can find out information on our website and in the show notes about that upcoming magazine. And also a new resource. This is just released and it's called Custom Mix. And our friends over at multitracks.com have introduced a great new resource where you can mix tracks and export click tracks all within your browser. And you don't have to have any special software. This is a great new tool, and I hope that you would check it out. You can find the links 
in our show notes. One other thing that I want to make you aware of is October 2nd through the 4th, I'll be speaking at WFX. This is a premier conference for pastors, tech directors, worship leaders. There are so many different areas that this covers in ministry. If you are building a new facility or maybe you are wanting to do some remodeling, this is a great conference to go to. I'll be teaching in the leadership track as well as the Unite Worship track. That is happening October 2nd through the 4th. And they have been so kind to give us a promo code for listeners of the Leaders in Worship podcast. When you are checking out, you can enter the promo code LIW2013. That's LIW2013. That will give you $150 off the regular registration price. I really appreciate the folks at WFX for being so generous as to give us that discount. So make sure you sign up, get registered. This is going to be a great event. It's happening in Dallas, Texas, October 2nd through the 4th. Well, I want to thank you again for listening to the 25th episode of the Leaders in Worship podcast. It's one year that uh, we have been going, and I'm really excited about this past year and looking forward to some great things coming up in the future. Well, I hope that you have a great weekend of ministry. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can email me directly, matt at leadersinworship.com. If you have questions, comments, how we can improve this podcast, we'd love to hear from you. You can also leave us a voicemail right on the website using SpeakPipe, a great tool. Just go to leadersinworship.com and you'll see the button that says leave voicemail and you can do that right on your web browser. Well, God bless. Have an incredible weekend of ministry.